School attendance for years has been a major indicator of whether students are staying on track. And this year, during the pandemic, WBEZ found that schools serving large numbers of low-income students tended to dip in attendance. That's been a red flag for these districts, as WBEZ's Susie Ahn reports. The pandemic changed everything for a lot of kids in suburban North Chicago. John Price is the superintendent. They knew people who had been affected. They knew people who had died multiple family members who've been hospitalized or, or had died. The K-12th through grade school district is about 82% low income. Price says the administration had to work hard to set every student up with computers, internet, and headphones. But Price says that didn't solve the deeper problems. Families and students that are living in poverty are, are already struggling with a lot of extra pressure and challenges. Price says engagement has since improved, but he says that district-wide for the first quarter of the year, attendance dropped about four points compared to before the pandemic. WBEZ surveyed 50 school districts across the Collar counties. Of the 25 that responded, districts that serve a large population of low-income students were more likely than wealthier districts to see a drop in attendance in the first quarter compared to the previous year. At this point, most of them were remote. And Whalen leads the policy team at Advance Illinois, an education advocacy nonprofit. She says even before the pandemic, school districts always paid close attention to attendance. We know that when students miss between 10 and 15 days or as people call it chronically absent, like that's also an early indicator um, they need a pretty significant intervention and support. Missed learning during the pandemic could translate into an even wider achievement gap. Elementary students on average are likely to lose five to nine months of learning in math by the end of the year, according to a report from consulting group McKinsey & Company. Even worse, students of color could be behind six to 12 months. The pandemic has complicated how educators view attendance and what kind of policies to apply. Anthony Carter is a middle school teacher in South Suburban Steger. He's gotten a glimpse into his students' home lives during remote learning and has tried to be more accommodating to kids who can't always show up. You know, you might have a kid who, 8th grader, 13, 14 years old, that kid may be so-called mom and dad at home right now, having to look out for younger siblings because mom and dad is not working. About 76% of students in the Steger Elementary School District are considered low-income. Staker saw a slight increase in attendance during the first quarter, and that may be thanks to a more lenient attendance policy. Fellow Staker teacher Corinne Voss says teachers are trying to respond to each student's needs. Teachers were offering asynchronous work so that way we would be recording ourselves um, so that we the students can watch a video you know, of us conducting the lesson later on at night when it was a better time for them to get their optimal learning in. For parent Yolanda Porter, she appreciated that understanding. Porter is a special education teacher with another district. During first semester, she juggled remote teaching and her fifth grade son's own virtual learning in Steger. Around Thanksgiving, she was hit hard with double pneumonia and ended up in the hospital for a week. Her doctor believes her illness was COVID-related. I'm used to just getting up, going, doing everything I need to do myself and having to depend on others to do it because I just could not physically, like, get my body to work. Porter considers herself fortunate that her older daughters were around to help with her fifth grader. She appreciated when school administrators reached out. They were like, okay, if he can't log in or he has to log in late, just get him to do as much work as you possibly can. Try to feel better. What do you need? What do you need for us to do? Porter says that flexibility has continued even as her son has returned to hybrid school. Ann Whalen with Advance Illinois says offering flexibility has been generally positive, but she says attendance does not mean students are actually learning. For example, teachers have caught students watching YouTube. We need to make sure we're looking at multiple measures 
about enrollment, attendance, and engagement to better understand what's happening at that local level to ensure that our resources and our supports are responding to students in this moment. Waylon thinks what's happening this school year could have a lasting impact on students' academic progress. She says what comes next should be dramatic interventions to reverse the damage. Susie on WBEZ News.